we agree about these things. There's more than one way to do life. We get, we get that. We agree with it. We can create the life that we want and there is no timeline. It's never too late. And if you're not sure about that or feeling a little skeptical about that, I would invite you to go check out some of some of my previous guests. I've had many, many, many amazing women who have proven uh, these concepts over and over and over again, um, which is very empowering and inspiring to see. But the question comes, now what? Okay, so we know that we can do this. We know that we can make a change. We can know that we can create our own life. Um, it doesn't have to be the path that people have told us about. Uh, we don't have to continue with the status quo. But now what? How do we change it? Um, how do we how do we break out of it? Welcome to the Blueprint Breakers podcast. What is a blueprint breaker? If you live your life outside the typical traditional lifestyle blueprint, you are a blueprint breaker. We are here to start a conversation, to assemble resources, and to build a community. This podcast is for empowered women in midlife and beyond who are preparing for a powerful next era of life. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator for our conversations. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. To stay connected, up to date, and to receive all of our free resources and gifts along the way, join us at community.blueprintbreakers.com. I am so excited to be celebrating one year of podcasting. And this is episode 550. It's a very special episode. I am sharing the live session that I did recently called Rewrite Your Blueprint. It was an interactive online workshop where we talked about and worked through what it takes to rewrite your own customized lifestyle blueprint. How do you get yourself from feeling stuck, feeling overwhelmed, feeling in a rut, to being stellar, finding joy, feeling centered. Where do you begin? How do you make it happen? So it was a live workshop where we walked through a structure, six steps, step-by-step uh, step on how to expand, up-level, or pivot at any time. It was a highly interactive workshop. I have edited out all the personal information from the participants. It was a really special uh, space that we created. And there was a lot of um, sharing and interaction that went through. You'll you'll see that this is a bit of a visual uh, presentation at some points. If you'd like to get the video of the session, you can get the link in the show notes here. Um, but as I was saying, we created a very powerful space together. These women, like really, they shared their hearts and their desires. And in this session, I unveiled my upcoming mastermind group um, because the session was sort of an example of what a mastermind group could be. Um, and I'm holding that this month. We're going to spend 30 days walking through how to rewrite your blueprint with the goal of having at least one joyful win before the end of 2023, really ending the year on a high. So if you listen to this session and it's connecting with you in any way, check out the link in the show notes to the mastermind group. You may benefit from being in a community of women who are working through goals together. So enjoy the, enjoy the workshop and let me know what you think.
Hello, we're gonna give uh, everybody a few more seconds to jump on. I've got some more people in the waiting room. Let's talk what we're gonna cover tonight. Yes. Our journey for the evening. For the evening. Uh, very, very briefly, I will share a little bit about um, my story. I'm going to ask you to think a little bit about your story and what brings you here um, tonight and the why behind it. Then we're going to talk about why the rewrite, why rewrite the blueprint? What's the purpose? What's the benefit? Why do we even, why are we even talking about it? And then we will dive into the meat of how to go about rewriting our lifestyle blueprint. And I'll share my six steps with you. And then last but not least, we'll talk about what's next. How do you carry on from here? And what do you do to sort of implement what I'm going to share with you tonight? I am going to share some information about a mastermind group that I'm going to be leading in the month of November. I'll share some details about that for those who are interested, or perhaps you might know someone who's interested. I will also be giving a gift to you, everyone who's on this call, and then some who couldn't make it. Um, you will get the uh, recording of tonight, along with the slides and the transcript. Um, because as we go through the process, you know, I'm keeping it to an under, uh, under an hour uh, to be mindful of everybody's time. And a lot of the steps that we talk about, we won't have full time to really completely dive into it now. Um, so you'll be able to uh, reference everything as I share uh, share it with you after. So before I get into my story, I am curious with all of you wonderful ladies, I'm curious to hear if there's anybody on this line who has some aspect of their life, some area of their life that may not have turned out exactly as they had hoped or planned or dreamed. And just not quite in alignment with what you thought it was going to be when you first got your lifestyle blueprint as, as a little girl. If you want to hit the hit oh. a reaction, hit a thumbs up on your reaction or raise your hand <laughs> if you're comfortable doing so, and that you've got some aspect that just didn't quite turn out the way you were hoping. All right. Yes. Okay. So I am not alone in this. I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. Uh, that I same same with me. The same thing uh, with me. I do have to share that I come from uh, a corporate background, a very deep corporate executive background, where I was deeply, deeply trained to not share personal stories, personal information in a public setting or public arena. And I've been breaking that rule all over the place for the last like year and a half ish. And I will be doing so tonight as well, but it's, it's new for me. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know if I've got any other corporate, I, I know I do. I know I have some other corporate people on the call today who you don't necessarily put it all out there. You don't necessarily share it all. You have a certain image that you need to uphold. So it's a little new to be sharing my story in this manner um, uh, and, you know, getting a, a, on a personal level with it. So I'm, I'm going to keep it a, a very condensed version as best as I can. Same as what we were just talking about. I definitely had an area of my life that was not turning out the way that I hoped or planned or assumed or dreamed, et cetera. And for me, it was the fact that I was in my fifties, um, single, no family. And 
uh, of course, yeah, being in my fifties, yeah, I was glad to be able to do that. But in terms of being single and not having a family, not something that I had anticipated. And it hit me really hard a couple of years ago when I got hit with the trifecta of, you know, midlife, menopause, and a global pandemic, as many of you can relate to that. It hit me really, really hard. And it pushed me into a deep depression and grief. I was grieving over the loss of a life that, that wasn't going to happen for me. Um, and it affected all areas of my life. It affected my health. I was becoming very unhealthy. I was putting on weight. I was not being very active. I was not getting out socially and I was letting my job take over. It was consuming. My job was consuming me all day, every day. And I hated it. I hated every bit of it. And I was miserable. Um, and this was, you know, a couple of years ago. And I, at the same time, you know, as I was feeling all these areas of every single area of my life was not going well. And at the same time, I knew that there was, there was some core in me. There was something in me that was determined to not let that be the end of my story. I didn't like the fact that my future seemed bleak. I was not looking forward to getting any older. It just, I, it didn't seem interesting to me. And I wanted to change that. And I knew that in order to do that, I, I was so caught up in the grind that in order to do that, I needed to stop. I needed to pause. I needed to take a break. And that's exactly what I did. I took a break. Um, I quit my job. I got rid of most of my possessions. I moved out of my apartment and left my dream town of Laguna Beach, California, and moved back east to be with friends and family. And I gave myself permission to take three months uh, of time for myself to, I basically needed to heal, needed to heal all, all, all the things, all areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And I did that. I spent three months doing that. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So at the, by the end of that sabbatical time, when I was focused on healing, I came to the conclusion that there were three things that I wanted, three things that was starting to excite me again. One was time freedom. I realized I really wanted to be able to spend my time the way I wanted to spend my time. Um, I wanted location freedom. Uh, I have people that I love and care for all over the, the country, all over the world. And I wanted the freedom to be able to spend quality time with them as I wanted. That was really clear to me. And then the third thing was that I knew that I wanted to serve women like myself, um, you know, feel, feeling unseen, unheard, not represented. Um, I wanted to serve other women that were in the same boat. I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like, um, or, or where that was going to go. But I knew that it was going to start with launching a podcast, which is why I launched blueprint breakers, um, a year ago, I'm actually coming up on the one year anniversary of the podcast. It was under a different name, but same theme with the idea of celebrating midlife women and beyond, especially those who were living outside the typical lifestyle blueprint and breaking out of traditional norms. Um, so long story, long, long story short, I'm more joyful. I'm more purposeful. I am more, I feel more fulfilled and more at peace than, than I ever have. 
in my adult life. Um, and I think, I think that's a big, I think I'm really, really happy about this state that I'm in right now. And so my purpose for doing this workshop is the, the piece of my journey that I feel like I can share with others and, and the value that I feel like I bring is how do you make it happen? Like I, I actually had a friend asked, I've had more than one person actually ask me, how did you bring all these things to fruition? How did you take action? How did you get things done? Um, I've, and that's always been something that I've been good at is getting it done. And so I decided I wanted to share um, a little bit about, about that and how I did it. <clears throat> so I'd like to ask you, what brings you here today? So think about that, put it, it put in the chat, it could be as vague or as detailed as you want. What brings you here today? So a lot of different reasons. When I, when I was promoting this, um, this particular workshop, I did it in a lot of different areas. Um, I, I shared a little bit about my health journey, a little bit about my career journey, a little bit about uh, social connection and feeling that joy, um, et cetera. Um, so whatever resonates with you. So let's, let's talk about it. As I mentioned on the podcast, this is what we we celebrate this at Blueprint Breakers in my podcast. We we agree. Um, we agree about these things. There's more than one way to do life. We get we get that. We agree with it. We can create the life that we want, and there is no timeline. It's never too late. Um, and if you're not sure about that or feeling a little skeptical about that, I I would invite you to go check out some of some of my previous guests. I've had many, many, many amazing women who have proven uh, these concepts over and over and over again, um, which is very empowering and inspiring to see. But the question comes, now what? Okay, so we know that we can do this. We know that we can make a change. We can know that we can create our own life. Um, it doesn't have to be the path that people have told us about. Uh, we don't have to continue with the status quo. But now what? How do we change it? Um, how do we how do we break out of it? So before we get into the how, I, I want to take a second to think about the why not and why haven't we? What gets in our way? Why haven't we done it uh, so far? And as I'm sharing a little bit of my thoughts on this, I'd love for you to put in the chat any thoughts that you're willing to share about what potentially gets in your way? Some of you already mentioned some, some fear and hesitancy. Um, peel it back a little bit more. Why, why, where is that coming from? And what is getting in your way of stretching yourself or stepping outside of the box or taking that first step? What is it? Now, there's going to be a lot of us who have very legitimate reasons why we can't focus on this one particular aspect of our life. Um, and we've got other, you know, obligations, responsibilities, or issues or things that are happening that <clears throat> just keep us from doing it. I would say, uh, I don't know how many of you here are familiar with Marie Forleo, um, but I love her book, Everything is Figureoutable. Uh, I just love that mindset. Everything is figure outable. And she, and she uh, explores that concept over and over again. So in terms of big obstacles, it's, it, it can all be managed and figured out one way or the other. Personally, for me, I can only speak for myself in terms of what's getting in, in my way is taking the time 
to give it the space to think about it and to make it a priority and to give myself permission to make it that priority and to give it that space. I think that's the key of what happened for me and what, what really helped turn things around for me and set me on a much, much better path was the fact that I gave myself permission to take the time to pause and think and reflect and just really search my soul and ask the questions to figure it out. So really um, giving yourself the time and making it a priority. Um, thank you for those uh, that are sharing. Yes, the limiting beliefs. Yes, the, the other responsibility. I get it. You're not always in control um, because you've got other people that you're responsible for. I get that. Yes, yep, I understand. Yep, it's the things that you need being, uh, getting used to change, fear of the unknown, all of these. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, perfect reasons. And I think all of those can be managed in one way or the other. If we allow ourselves the time to step back and really think it through. So that's the purpose of tonight is we're going to give ourselves like a tiny, tiny little space tonight to actually think about it. And I'm going to challenge you to set some time in the next week, um, put it in your calendar if you need to, make an appointment with yourself, but you need some quality time to think through what we're gonna be talking about tonight and what we're exploring together so that you can dig into it deeper. That's my assignment for you, is to find that time over the next week, whether it's a half hour, an hour, you know, whatever it is, to really give it some thought. All right. So here, we're getting into the meat of it right here. This is uh, the six steps. Actually, my coach challenged me to step back and ask myself, what is it that I have done to go from like a dream, a hope, a wish, um, to actually making it happen? And what do those steps look like? These are uh, the steps that I follow. Customize, assess, focus, visualize, plan, act. Feel free to take a, a screenshot of this. Let's visit these one at a time. Customize. So let's start with customize. Um, customize your blueprint. So we're talking about, you know, we were handed a blueprint basically at birth about what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to, you know, go to school, do well, meet a boy, fall in love, get married, have kids, have a fabulous career, become grandparents, hopefully someday, you know live happily ever after. And we may or may not have done some or all of that. But the first step is to redesign that, the template. Now, when you think about building a building, an architect, they start with some sort of renderings. They start with some sort of drawings, some sort of plan in the beginning, some sort of sketch to get started uh, before they even begin anything, before they fill in the details. Same thing with an artist. Uh, an artist might start with uh, a sketch, a drawing, a pencil drawing before it becomes a painting, like whatever, whatever that takes. So it starts with that early piece. It could be like a clothing designer, like a, when, when a clothing designer is envisioning a beautiful outfit, they eventually, they have to create a pattern for the seamstress to bring that vision to life. So we're going to start with a template. Um, and when I was doing this for myself, I would use something called the wheel of life, which I'm sure many of you have heard of or are familiar with in, in different types of trainings and things like that, the wheel of life. And there's lots of different ones out there. 
here's one, here's an example of one. So a wheel of life where it just, it goes into all the different categories of your life um, that are meaningful for you. And what I realized is when I was looking at different wheels of life, they didn't match my own, my priorities, my values, or what was, what was important to me at this particular time in my life. So we had this one that had like business and physical environment, fun and recreation. Okay. So these are good categories, but they didn't, they didn't connect with me and it didn't sort of highlight what was important. Here's another one. Um, uh, that could be useful. Again, it wasn't a perfect fit for me. So I decided to create my own. Um, and actually when I was launching my podcast, I was trying to create one on behalf of the women that I was representing. So I, I, was, I created my own wheel of life. Um, this is what I created first. This was the first version. It's got a gazillion categories in it. And I was sharing with my friend and colleague and podcast guest, Lynn Heidi, I was telling her about this, about, you know, how I wanted to help women similar to me who might have different priorities and their life blueprint might look a little different than the norm. Um, and so I was trying to design a new one. And she said to me, she goes, well, you know, if, if these other ones aren't resonating with you, then if you're going to design one, it might not resonate with somebody else. Why, why would you design it for them? You want people to be able to design their own. And she was absolutely right that we should each be customizing our own little wheel of life. Um, as I mentioned, the, these are the categories that I was exploring throughout my sabbatical. This, I literally used this roadmap throughout my three months off to make sure that I was giving attention and space to really think um, and journal and meditate on all of these different areas. But as I continued over time, it was overwhelming. It was too many categories and it felt like too much, too much to do. I'm, I'm trying to relax <laughs> into, into being and not being so much into the grind and the doing. So I simplified mine into the six F's. You may have heard me talk about this on my podcast as well. The six F's, fun, family, fulfillment, fitness, future, and faith. For me, this covers how I want to create. This is the sketch that I use and I continue to paint on this sketch as I'm designing the life that I want to have. What I would like to do is I'd like to give you about three minutes. I want to give you some time to think about what could your categories be? You may or may not get to finish it, but think about your categories. It could be four categories. It could be six. It could be eight. What are the categories of life that would uh, resonate for you? I'll give you one more minute to think about that. All right. So once you have your outline of what the areas look like, step number two is to assess uh, so at any, and, and this is something that I continuously do now. Um, it's looking at all the different areas and assessing how is it going in each of these areas. Um, and how is it going is a very loose term. Like that can be, you, there's a lot of different ways that you can, that you can do that um, and think about that. Um, I, I looked at it just very uh, logically at first when I started doing this. And when I first started to do it, all of my categories were very low, very low scoring. Um, and at, as I go in 
now, like as I went in yesterday and took a look. So, so this is what I do. And um, on my podcast, I have a segment that I call ebbs and flows where I revisit these categories um, on a regular basis and sort of rate how they are, rate how they're doing. Take a second and think about that with the categories you just came up with. If you had to uh, put a one to a five on any of those categories, where would they be? I'm not going to ask you to to share where you're struggling, but I will. Um, anybody who wants to share where they think that they're a four or a five, go ahead and put that in the chat. I'll give you um, I'll give you a minute to think about that. The question is, where do you start? Where do you begin? As I mentioned, when I went through it all of my categories were ones and twos. I, I mean, I was depressed. I was grieving. I was in a really bad, uh, a really bad state. Um, so the next piece is to focus and figure out where to start. Where, where is going to give you, what's going to give you the, the biggest boost, the biggest, the best lift, what's going to give you a, a, a joyful win what's going to be important for you? Uh, and how do you figure that out? Um, I mean, it's easy for me to right now, if I can look at my score, I can really easily say, I, I need to be zoning in on some of the stuff that I've got under the future category, because that's been on the low end uh, for quite a while. So that's where I would focus. But if I have a lot that are pulling my attention. It's again, it's about being still and getting quiet, listening to your heart, in whatever way that work that looks like for you. For me, the way that it looked like was getting out into nature, which is what where I feel my most centered and grounded is alone in a, in a quiet place where I'm surrounded by nature and journaling. And I, I, I basically talk to my journal. I write questions to my journal and I, I definitely just let it I sit with it and try to think about how am I feeling? Where am I being pulled? Where should I put my attention first? Um, what is going to give me the momentum that I need and the movement forward? And which area of my life is pulling my focus? Wh wh where do I feel compelled to look at? If anything jumps to mind, now, obviously you, you don't have the time, you're, we're not journaling and, and having a lot of quiet time, but if it comes to mind for you right now, where you think I want to focus on health, or I want to focus on career, or I want to focus on finance, like whatever it is, if there's something that's already occurring to you, go ahead and put that in the chat. If that's already sort of pulling you in that direction. What you're going to find as we go through these next couple of steps, those who know me well know that I tend to live in sort of my logical mind. I tend to live in my mind a lot and it takes a lot to pull into my heart and to pull into my, my gut and my soul and my instinct and my intuition. That has been definitely a journey and growth for me. What you're going to find is as I do this, it's a balance of the two. There's a lot, of, it's, it's, it's action oriented, but I have a little bit of woo woo in here on how I do it in a centered and connected sort of way. I use a lot with visualization and creating a vision and really 
imagining and designing what I would want this area of my life to look at, look like. I start with being as specific as possible. So if it's, if it's health, if it's a career with a specific thing that you're going for, imagining what would you like it to look like? The way that you do this visualization, you could do it in writing. If you're a writer and enjoy writing, it can just be prose and you can just write out a description of everything of how that looks, all the details, how, how it feels, who's involved, when it happens, all of that. If you're a little bit more visual, you can do it in terms of pictures. You can do a good old fashioned vision board with pictures that represent how you're feeling. You can do a digital vision board. The important thing is to really spend time imagining it and connecting with what that looks like. For me, I actually created a digital vision board for myself. I made this back in, I think it was June or July of 2022. And this was a visual representation of all the different categories on my wheel. Um, now, I know we've all done, well, I shouldn't say we've all done vision boards, but many of us have done vision boards before. This is different. This is taking it another step. The thing with this vision board that's made a difference for me, it's the screensaver on my cell phone, first of all. And I actually spend time looking at it and it still resonates with me and still evokes emotion and excitement in me and, and hope. There's like an emotional response when I look at these pictures and it's important to not just make it and then put it away. It's important to make it and connect with it and make it have some meaning for you and being able to reconnect with that meaning. I'm curious when you think about visualizing and creating, like really creating a detailed vision for yourself about this area of your life, how would you do that? What would work for you? Would you want to write it out? Do you want to just like think about it, journal about it? Do you, do you like a visual? What would work for you as you help to flesh out this vision? Thank you. Yeah, uh, Annette, I, I, I get it. I've accomplished goals too with, with and without a vision board and that didn't necessarily make me happy. I think the difference is in... Uh, it has to, it has to mean something, right? Like it, ha it has to be what you're connected to and what you're feeling pulled to. And I think for me, again, I can only speak to myself for, my, for myself. It was going inside and getting reconnected with sort of my more spiritual side and getting more connected with my instinct, my intuition of what is it going to take to make me happy? And, and what does that look like? But I think it's different for everybody. Daily journaling. I love that. I love that. Yep. Yeah. That was like me. And I mean, I was in my head. I wasn't going deeper. So I get it. All right. So that's the visualizing. So once you've got, once you have your vision, oh, it's time to make the plan. So here, here's the thing. In most cases, we know the steps that it takes to get from here to them there in most cases, not all, but in most cases, either we know how to get from here to there, or we know somebody who knows how to get from here to there. Somebody who could help us or somebody that, you know, would share that knowledge with us. The knowledge is there. That's usually not the problem. At the same time, it's still important 
to take the time and document it, document what the steps are. Here's what my planning looks like. Um, and I've approached planning in this manner um, for decades. Um, I start with, you know, I've already got my visualization of what the vision is like, where do I want it to be? And I take a little bit of time to think about where am I right now? And then asking myself, what are the steps that it takes to get from the bottom of this page up to the top? What are, what are all the things that it takes to get from here to there? Um, and then, and I, I usually just write it out, write it out, write it out all. And they typically occur to you in any sort of mishmash order. I don't necessarily think in chronological order or linear, just all the different actions that I need to take to get from here to there. Um, and giving myself the time and the space to sit down and do that and to think about it and to write it out. Um, at this point, I'm once again, I'm going to give you three minutes to think about that. Just And don't, don't make it too difficult. Think about one area that you want to work on and then just let the thoughts flow of some of the actions that you need to take in order to get from here to there. And don't make it overly complicated, just whatever is coming to mind. And I will give you three minutes to do that. Awesome. All right. You plan it out. And of course, it, that, that, that part's going to take some work. It might take some research. You might have to look and, and get some answers, et cetera, to figure out what those steps are. But then the last, the, the, the fifth step is to act and to make it, make it happen, right? This is, this is the hard part is making it happen. What does that take? How do you make it happen? How is this different? The way that it can be different this time in terms of making it happen and taking that step is you is making the conscious decision that you're going to approach it differently. Um, and there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. So you've got your plan. You've got a couple of actions that you need to take. Accountability is number one. So for me, it's helped to have um, an accountability partner or more than one. Um, to have groups that you belong to, uh, to have people who you trust, who can, who you can help to report in that helps me because I, I feel like if I make a promise that I'm going to get something done and I tell somebody else, I'm going to do it. I'm much more likely to get it done. It helps me to have sort of that external force. Some people don't need that. They're internally motivated enough where all they need to do is hold themselves accountable. So kudos to you for that. It's all about the accountability and then reassessing and making adjustments as you need to. With the accountability, that keeps you moving forward. So if you've got like, for example, several actions here to take to get things started. So she shares that with somebody else or makes that uh, commitment to herself and it's checking in to see that it's, that it's happening and that it's moving forward. And then with reassessing, it's all about going back to what we did earlier, to focusing in and giving, like rating where you are in each of the areas and adjusting as you need to and not being married to whatever original plan you have set out. Um, so it does, it's not written in concrete. It's not written in stone. If you decide that health is no longer the most important thing for you and that's not gonna give you the joy and the hope, you need to switch to another area, you do that. Um, if the steps that you need to take to get there are no longer resonating with you, you take a step back, you reassess, 
you get connected to your internal core and go back to, you're going back a couple of steps to figure out what do I need to do next? And then you're constantly tweaking and adjusting and updating it as you go and being okay with doing that. I think the big thing for me, and it's similar to like what Annette was mentioning earlier, I could really, really relate to. I would set a goal for myself and it would be really important. I would set all these uh, uh, ways to get there. And if coming to the time where it was time to let go of the goal, if when the goal was no longer serving, it was no longer serving me to work up the ladder at corporate America. That was a goal. I was working to do it. I was making it happen. And it was no longer making me happy and no longer bringing me joy. And I was so consumed by the steps and the action and the grind that I didn't even stop to think about that. It's building in all time and space to continuously reassess where you are with the, in these areas and making the adjustments as you go. All right. So the last thing is around what's next. How do you go from there? Once, you know, once you're making your plan, once you're doing your action, what is next? For all of you on the call, the next thing is to find some space and time to dig into this for yourself. This is a super fast session with super fast steps. Uh, I wasn't able to give you the full time that it needs uh, to make it happen, but to really dig in and think about what's important to you What's the most important area? What actions do you need to take? What is one joyful win that you would like to have before the end of this year? One win, one joyful win that you're going to have before we get to New Year's. That's what I want you to think about. In terms of what I'm offering, I am, like I said, I'm going to give you all of these tools here so you can work on it. I'm also going to be leading a mastermind group, a group program that starts in November. And it's going to be a four week mastermind group for if this is something that resonates with you and you want community to work through things together. Um, what a, it's going to be four weeks. You're going to dig deep into each step. We're going to give the space and the time to really explore um, and you'll have one one-on-one -on -one session with me as well. And the goal is to make sure that whatever it is that you're working on, whatever your whatever focus area that you're working on, that it is in alignment with what you really want, that it, it is really offering you the joy ahead. Um, because the whole goal is let's have one joyful win before the end of the year and feel like you've got that momentum. In the meantime, as we get ready to wrap, um, I'd like to ask you, as you think about everything that we talked about today, um, thank you for being here with me this evening. And I have a question for you. I want you to think about um, what's one thought, idea, action, gold nugget that comes to mind that you got this evening that you want to make sure that you don't forget when you wake up tomorrow morning, one thing that you're willing to share in the chat that you don't want to forget tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you're sharing. You can reach me at my email. If you've got any questions and the link in the chat to the mastermind, or if you have any questions about the mastermind, email me as well. 
I look forward to seeing you all again soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you for joining me for the 50th episode of the Blueprint Breakers podcast, our one-year celebration, Rewrite Your Blueprint. If this session resonated with you, join us as we do a deep dive into these six steps to rewrite your own blueprint. The Mastermind begins soon. If you want to find connection and community with other amazing women while crafting out a new plan for your life, we would welcome you with open arms. So check out the link in the show notes and listeners of the Blueprint Breakers podcast get $100 off the tuition for this program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And thank you for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a great week. Keep on breaking those blueprints and rewriting your own.